When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Red Rooster, new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. The powerful 3-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Uh, it sure is. Crunch time thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. And Isuzu, the powerful 3-litre Turbo Diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. Welcome to our listeners across the SEN network, including 10.53am SEN Track Brisbane and 16.20am SEN Gold Coast, as well as all of the listeners on the SEN app and the SEN podcast. If you're listening belatedly, we appreciate your ears along for the journey. Download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Hello and welcome to everyone out there on this Saturday. And it is all happening. We'll get to the COVID situation very, very shortly. But I'm pleased to say off the back fence, he's wound up. He's at his 17 pies. He's good to go. <laughs> Mark Spud Carroll. G'day, Spuddy. Uh, good uh, afternoon. It's 12 o'clock. Um, mate, I'll tell you, I'm a little bit angry. Yeah, why? I've just had a bad end of the week, yeah. you know. Yeah, Gladys tell me I've got to close down Spud's gym because yeah. of that clown who was the limo driver. Yep. He put everyone into disarray. And uh, no save origin gig tomorrow at the Star. I was looking forward to that for twoies. <laughs> Going to have a couple of beers, watch the footy. Yeah, that's been kind of My main thing I'm really just, uh, the concerned about, and as I said, I've, you know, I've been doing a little bit of music lately. Uh, we booked him for another gig. Yeah. It's been canned. Gone. It's oh, been good. gone. It's gone. Uh, by the way, seven origins for Spud between 1995 and 1999. Uh, Brett Finch in the field goal. Brett field goal Finch. Uh, three origins. <laughs> F- yeah. <laughs> How are you, Finch man? I'm good. G'day, Joel. G'day, Spud. Good to be here. Hey, man. Um, origin around the corner, mate. Not mm. far away. So uh, looking forward to it. And uh, I'm a bit like Spud, right? The, the lockdowns, they affect me because I usually have the uh, cash gigs, the sports yeah. luncheons. Yeah. <laughs> And when you're married, that's about your only line of yes. uh, of cash is the cashies. Yeah. You should tell your missus, you know, I'm only getting a thousand. Well, you might be getting fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? That's so exactly you, right. You take a bit off the bit of fat off the side, but um, unfortunately for me, I'm back to square one and. I uh, got my hand out trying to get a bit of cash off the missus today to go have a punt. Good luck. one 300 Steve's listening in from Perth. Thank you very much, Steve. And you can text us anytime you like, by the way, 0457 736 736. We're going to talk about that field goal later, but also uh, we won't go into the minutia detail of a certain time overseas where uh, a bartender had your field goal being shown up on the big screen. We'll get to that a little bit later as well. The Sydney COVID, COVID update, not good. So we're up to 29 cases. And there's a cabinet meeting, I believe, right now. And you can basically bet your bottom dollar, people. I think we're going into a full lockdown. You really feel that? Yeah. I think, I mean, gonna... I think it was I mean, 29, I mean, 29, 29 cases. 29. 55,000 people tested, which is an amazing figure. Yeah. But 
that doesn't do the research, or you're pretty good with stats. What's that, 0.1% or something? Oh, probably less. Uh, but this strain, this new strain, it is absolutely airborne. Like, it is. Mm. Uh, so uh, we'll have an update, hopefully, throughout the program. Sugar, can I just mention, our, our man Brooksy, um, he lives in Willara, just down the road from mm. the Lord Dudley, and it's obviously one of the COVID hotspots. We can see him, I can see him over there on the screen. Yeah. He looks very relaxed, having to work from home. Yeah. Uh, on this Saturday. Oh, absolutely. Uh, is that is that a picture of Kramer in the background yeah. there? It, it, it is. It, 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 I bet you it says he's a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. The yeah. Kramer song, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm having them on the walls. The there he is. Uh, he's, he's only coming to us via uh, pictures for us, so you can't see him back there, but he's um, obviously a big part of this. Amen. How are you, young fella? Oh, very well. Glad to be out and about. Yeah. Uh, might not be able to be out and about. In nah, a little while. Nah. So. And the timing for school holidays is impeccable, yeah. isn't it, with oh, these lockdowns? Uh, I think it's going to happen, I, ladies I and gentlemen. A, I had a lockdown when I retired. It went from 2014 <laughs> to 2018. Also, also known as the black dog effect. But yeah. uh, I locked myself down for about four years. It was fantastic. Yeah, self-appointed. <laughs> uh, by the way, last night, I, I thought the every year it gets better and better and better. And we're talking about the women's state of origin, which has uh, provided great debate. Should there be three origins now for the women? Queensland maintain the shield. They go back to back, eight points to six. Uh, there was a leg pull penalty in the final minute, which gave the Maroons the win. Uh, Ali Brigginshaw, she led the Maroons once again. She lifts that shield. And a uh, young star, uh, Destiny Brill, the dummy half, she scored the try for Queensland. She barreled over from dummy half and she looked threatening all night. She scored the Maroons try. Isabella Kelly, she played a, a Tommy Turbo role, didn't she, gentlemen? She was popping up. She was a left centre, Isabel Kelly, but quite often found herself on the right-hand side of the field. She was strong again. And uh, you know what What I loved about this game, and this is how far it's coming, there was a kick by the halfback for New South Wales, Tamara Zahara, and it looked, was on her own 30. It looked like an NRL kick every day of the week. There was catches, some of those catches over the top of your head, which are very hard to see. Yep. And to catch, they were catching them. Uh, there was kicks under a lot of traffic. So the women's game, I've got to say, has come a long, long way. And it was a very, very good game to see. Did you blokes see the spectacle? Yeah, I did. I thought it was um, pretty good in those conditions too. Wet conditions. No one really likes playing in wet conditions. But I'll tell you what, I love. It's about the fence. Some of those girls, God, they can whack. Yeah. Defensively, they're technique-wise. But as you said, Joel, even general kicking, there was a couple of great kicks in general play. But even goal kicking. Yeah. One from the sideline. Yep. Um, they've certainly gone to another level with their footy. Oh, the Queensland uh, kicker, the name's eluded me at this point in time, but it was a strike that she ultimately provides the match winner. It was a brilliant, brilliant kick. Uh, so well done there. Uh, Finchie, now, you've got an out of mate here. You got invited around to mate's house last night to watch the origin. What happened? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be mate too. We usually might maybe catch up every now and again on Fridays. He just lives around the corner. And he goes, come, mate, look forward, come over after work. We'll he texted me yesterday afternoon, watch footy, you know, get some pizzas, watch the footy. So, yeah, right. I said, geez, he's getting in early. Like, there's lunchtime Friday. Yeah. Um, so, we're about to go on air. So, just sweet for the footy tonight. I said, yeah, yeah, sweet for the footy, mate. I yeah. said, yes. You know, that's yeah. now it's two in three hours. Like, yeah. You, you dropped me off at about 6.30 and we phoned ring and he's, where are you? Where are you? I said, <laughs> mate, I'm just getting home from, like, relax. He's sitting down ready to go. He thought it was the, uh, the Sunday state of origin. He thought it was the boys. I said, in what world? Like, in what planet are you living on? In what on? world? In what world don't you know that Sunday's the origin? He couldn't believe it. I said, I will have a few beers anyway. And, and the girls did great. I tell you what, that Annabelle, uh, Isabel Kelly, yeah. she is, like, she's just so good to watch. She's an athlete. Yep. Um, tremendous player. I tell you what, I thought the, the, the standard of the footy gone through the roof. Yeah. But just the awareness around it, like, 
Uh, we was unfortunately it wasn't uh, wasn't a try. The one uh, Jess Surgis dropped from the kick. It would have been a fantastic oh, try, yeah. but they've gone down that left side and a few players were falling in tackles on the, and the awareness that was last tackle and was flicking out the back. Yeah, and and then the, the crossfield kick, knowing that the, the defence had come up, it was just superb. So. Um, the pesky Queensland has got the job done, but geez, I thought the Blues really stuck it to them, and, and they were the underdogs. Yeah, I also like uh, the idea of uh, sort of full package. The, the the referee was a lady, yep. and the two coaches were ladies. Um, just their input. I know they've got sidekicks with regards. I know Tubes, your man Tubes. Tubes, uh, the angry ant. He's uh, he's with the Newcastle New, New New South Wales side, so I'm sure his input would have been immense. But I just think it was. I thought the referee did a really good job. Uh, Kezi Apps was not too happy about the penalty. Let's have a listen to what the back row for New South Wales, Kezi Apps, had to say. I'm going to watch my words. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I thought she was milking it. Um, and, I, yeah, it's, un, it's, just, it's just a really bad way to end a game. Um, I'll leave it at that. That's pretty much what I said. Uh, yeah, so not happy at all. And you know what? It um, it wasn't a good way to finish. It was nah. a terrific spectacle, but it was a not the finish you wanted, was it? Yeah, it's it's one of those tough ones. Like, yeah, if you're a Blues supporter, you you're filthy. Yeah, but if you're if if that was happened to the Blues, I'd expect a penalty too. Yeah. So, but but it's a poor way to finish. It was a soft penalty, but um, against Spade, like. You know, you, you know how how big those Origin camps are to come down to yeah. a just the whole build up to come down to, you know, a pretty soft decision in the end to cost you an Origin is, is pretty devastating. Yeah, the emotion you see after the the game, the loss, the girls in in tears. Yeah. Um, in rugby league, you don't see much. Only a couple of big blokes like myself. I, I was a bit of a tearer, but yeah. you can see the how how much it meant from. Um, as you said, it's uh, in, they're going to camp. They have they have the same sort of preparation as we do, in, in, as in uh, the, the boys, but. Yep. Um, no one likes losing. That Tuvi, of course, part of the Blues squad too, and he was quite uh, animated up there, which was great to see. Uh, this is crunch time, by the way, brought to you by Isuzu, the three-liter Isuzu D Max, born to live, and Red Rooster try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling. I do like a spicy wing, if you don't mind, boys. What do you think about the fact in the chat around uh, an Origin series for the women? What do you like about that? I think it's a it's a must. Yeah, you know, like it's a the games are so close, you know, and. Spud, Spud played in more than mine, but before that dominance of Queensland, I think when I played my first game in 2004, there was Queensland had one more victory. So that was since 1981 to 2004. Yeah. Queensland had won one more game. And the four and against was like six, seven points difference. Wow. Oh, that was in 50, yeah. uh, sorry, 20 odd years of, of footy. So 60 odd games. Yeah. yeah. And there was only one or two, um, you know, points separating the four and against the whole side. So. So no, no, that's over the, the lifetime of Origin, and it's the same applies with women eight six. Yeah, there's like Queensland aren't that much better than us. So I thought we should have won that. I thought we were the better team, mm. uh, and the best of three certainly settles that debate. That's right. Yeah, absolutely right, Spudley. But I like to see um, why can't they be the opening of State of Origin? Why can't they play before the yeah. boys? You know, the, these these people out there, the supporters that we're trying to look after, they pay ridiculous money for for tickets. They might be have 120 bucks a ticket. Give them money for value. Yeah, get two games from. Yeah, you know, don't bad pre entertainment. Yeah, just, instead of watching Tim and Maddie or something like no, that. Seriously, no, <laughs> Tim and Maddie. Yeah. I guarantee you that, that and they'll, they'll get a massive crowd in there at the start. It would just be a great atmosphere. It's not, it'd only be better for the the girls in in terms of uh, the promotion of their game as well on, yeah. on the big stage. Now, gentlemen, I was reading this morning. I think it was in the Sydney Morning Herald. I'll, I'll double check that. But uh, 
Uh, Brad Fitler, it was actually, Andrew Webster wrote the article, and it was about the fact that Tommy Turbo, um, and this was, Anthony Minicello used to do this. It was a reaction test. And a lot of drivers do yeah. that, where these yeah. lights come on, you've got to hit the reaction test. And apparently Tommy Turbo is twice as quick as anyone in the Blue Squad with this reaction test. And it made me think about, was there any sort of quirky training things you did back in the day that were different to, you know, what, what you'd expect? Uh, I mean, it started many years ago with the truck tyres. People used to tackle the truck tyres. <laughs> but was there any funky stuff you used to do back in the day for training? So it was the lights and Anthony Minicello, who was, it was his um, optometrist who suggested he do that. Anthony Minichello. Do you remember him doing that sort of thing, Finchie? He, he changed his whole training. He's always a hard trainer, me. Yeah. Always a hard trainer. But on the back of a few years, he had those back injuries. Um, his diet changed. He, you know, he, he met his now wife, Terry, so that yeah. like his whole off-field, um, you know, cut back his drinking. His food was tremendous. He, he did different types of training. Um, so he changed his whole way about how he looked at his footy, which certainly... Um, Prolonged his career and got him back from, from serious, um, you know, spinal injuries yeah. he had midway through his career. Tim Sheens, uh, little, he was always an innovator, Tim mm. Sheens. In fact, I heard Maddie speaking about it yesterday with Andrew Johns, and they're talking about Craig Bellamy, who Cooper Johns had said that he will most certainly attack the young fellas in front of everyone, but say a Dale Finucane, mm. he would never do that. And Tim Sheens was the same. And Bellamy probably got that from Tim Sheens, given that Bellamy played under Tim Sheens, where he would hammer the young blokes but he would never hammer the older blokes. But if, if the older blokes did something wrong, he would hammer them heavily uh, in privacy. But he was a v- very much an innovator, Tim Sheens, where, you know, the beep test where you'd go to one end, beep, and go to the other end, beep, and away you go. Well, what he would do every level, he'd put a tackling bag at each end. And at the start of every level, you had to tackle a bag because that's how often you would mm. make a tackle in a game, so to speak. So things like that. So if you think of any quirky things that uh, players used to do, let us know on the text line, 0457 736 736. You're just repeating the COVID numbers. Uh, 29 new cases in New South Wales, 55,227 tests in the past 24 hours. So there you go. And um, it's... It doesn't seem like much, 29, but that, as we know in the past, that can quickly get out of hand, the 29 over the 55,000 cases uh, that we have seen in the COVID. So that is 0.0005%. Is it? Yeah. So <laughs> I next it was to, close. Yeah, next to bugger all. Uh, there you go. Have your say on the open line too, by the way. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. I think on that question you asked before, mate, I'm, I'm too much of a dinosaur to go back, finger back. Uh, my first coach, I had Tim Machines. Uh, he saw me when I was 19, and then I had um, Ron Willey. Yeah. And then Len Stacker. But when I got the Manly with uh, Bozo, uh, he was he was ahead of the field, but I probably learnt more off out of um, Tom Radonikas in camp, actually, um, learning uh, how to play golf. But it was a drinking golf I'm, game. I'm golf. Oh my god! Yeah, you had to keep up, like you know, yeah. hole in ones and par threes, <laughs> and so it was. It was a, a unbelievable experience. But uh, Tommy, uh, he had no special features of no. uh, tapping screens. Just grab a beer and have a go. That's it. And um, uh, by the way, uh, text messages coming through, boys. I need a tip today. My horse just got scratched. Yeah, send through. It is a Saturday. We're going to be having a punt. I tell you what, I could have had more of a bet today. I had a lot of multis, boys. Mm. Tamika Upton to score a try. Yeah. We're at the end of the game. Oh, so Dad had a couple of quiet ones at home, and uh. we're all downstairs in the man cave watching the the footy. And I said, "Guys, I need Tamika Upton to score." And Tamika Upton scores, and I've did a bit of a dance yeah. in front of the kids. <laughs> I've gone upstairs, and they're going, "Dad, obstruction!" I said, "No way!" I come back and look. I looked at it. Nah, it looked all clear to me. Went back and got the drink. 
And a lot of my multis were Tamika yeah. Upton into this horse, oh. Tamika Upton into Teddy anytime try scorer, Tamika Upton, and she had it taken from her. I couldn't believe hey, it. Are you one of those? Are you bitter then, or you just nah. get on with it? Yeah, just get on with it. There's some people who feel like they're filthy, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, I don't get bitter. Nah. Don't get bitter, get better. That's what you, you got to do. <laughs> uh, guys, do you really believe that the refereeing was good in last night's game? I thought the referee favoured the Toads all night long, and the last-minute decision to penalise New South Wales just topped off her performance. New South Wales was the best team in the night, but again, we were beaten by uneven refereeing. We've found the female version of Barry Gomesall, uh, Michael from Bomb Beach. Oh, Belinda Sharp cop that. Uh, I thought it was fair enough. I, I, you know what? I don't think it was Belinda's best game. Uh, it wasn't uh, the worst either, but anyway, uh, we she do. She hasn't got any facial hair, has she? <laughs> Barry Gomesall. No, yeah. um, no, 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 Belinda. No, no. Hey, Spudley, by the way, on um, training, et cetera, mm. you had the, the sheriff. Yes. What was he like to, to play under? Unbelievable. Yeah. The sheriff was, uh, he'd do a thousand sit-ups. He, um... He had no abs, but he just threw a thousand setups. But he had some great uh, one liners. He'd always yeah. he'd be, he was a he was a great part of Bozo. Um, he he just chased things all the time. He was the best at swapping gear. So I remember we were on tour in uh, in '95, mm. um, and yeah, you get extra gear, Australian gear, yeah. right? And you might get three tracksuits, but you really need three. You might have no. one extra one. So he'd go around all the shops and swap for a pair of jeans, jacket, right? And the man is oh, in the actual department yeah. store oh, yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mate, he was the king. <laughs> he was he? the king. But so I thought I'm gonna have a crack at this. So I used to go and do the same thing. And the man of shops that I went to, which I thought he hadn't been to, he'd been yeah, to. Had he? Yeah, we've he already we've already got one, sir. He was the king. But you, was, but you, you had that in that manly team. When you look at that, you know. And I talk about similar to the Roosters in yeah. the early two thousands. Roosters played four grand finals, won four out of five years, won one, so they're not mentioned. That Manly team, ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, he's lost about three games in three yeah. years. That was as good as any, but you aren't sort of because you don't win two. But you look at the gang of people. You had Spud the leader, but then you had like the the real serious ones like yeah. Desi, the super fit ones. Then you have Cliffy smoking yeah. at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you had like just a bit of, you know, you had Beaver, the the, the pin-up boy. You had yeah. a bit of everything. You know, Terry Hill and, and Hoppo, you know, like such a, a range of eclectic it's, group of yeah. men, you know, all walks of life and, and it's all come together to make a hell of a team. Uh, it's great read there, uh, Finchie. It's just I, went, I got there in 94 and – yeah, I remember the, one of the first train sessions I walked in. I was 118 kilo. I had the mobility of an ocean liner. And Bozo goes, what have you been doing? He goes, oh, mate, I thought you want me big. He goes, mate, the game's changed. Get down to 108. Wow. I went, shit, I was just there. He goes, you're training with him. I went, Desi has her. And all we did was chins, dips, push-ups. Yeah. No, wow. no heavy weights. Or, or, or body weight. Yeah. It was, uh, Desi taught me so much about training. But remember one, one particular time we had this uh, one, one minute on on the roll machine, one minute off. And you had to get over 300 metres every time. And the boys were doing three and fours, fives. And Ian Roberts gets on there, he does 11. Yeah. Wow. I'm going, I've got to impress here. And I, I did 15. I, I fell off. It absolutely yeah. killed me. And he reckons he was, he, was, he was crook that day. Yep. Later in the year, I seemed to do 28. Wow. So things you learn from people. Robbo's taught me how to row. I'm yep. still rowing every day. Yep. But you, you talk about sides there. Um, well, most days you're rowing. Are you, yeah, like, every, every day. Yeah, wow. I made kilometres. You talk about, you know, when you sign a contract. I, I went to see Bozo and, and, I, and I said, oh, who else did you sign? He goes, Dave Gillespie. I said, where do I sign? He goes, do you want to know about money? I said, no, Bozo, I just want to win a comp. Yeah, yeah. well. And the other day at, at, um, at uh, Bozo's uh, funeral, I, I ran into Cement and, um, you know, gave him an embrace and, and he said, you know the reason why I came to Manly? Because I knew you were coming. Uh, about me. And I went, mate, I nearly fell over. Wow. Like Cement was one of those guys who, wow. He Where, what's he doing with Cement now these days? I think he's on the wharfs, but yeah. he looks fantastic. Yeah. Maybe he, he got 
he had an operation regards um, you know, losing weight. Yep. And he, mate, he looks, he looks fantastic. Does he? Old mixer. He's, he's, he's assistant coach of the Roosters, I understand. <laughs> I used to call him mixer, cement mixer. But you look, you look at those those teams, uh, especially the Manly team. They, they were, you guys were super consistent and such a strong team to play yeah. against. And you mentioned the changing of the rules. So I remember at the Knights, the Knights had a super big pack too when they built the team in 88. And then around the, the time of the change from mm. the 5-meter rule to 10-meter rule, the Knights took about 18 months to two years to catch up because they'd had all these big boppers. Yeah. But then the game changed to the 10 reader rule where we knew the downsides, yeah. you know what I mean? And it took them, took the Knights probably to about 95, 96 to, to come again. So it took them a few years to adjust. Yeah, if you look back at st- structure, uh, I reckon even some of the plays we used to play back then would still work in this game. Probably even yeah. go, they'd kill it in the game. But yeah, if you look back at stats, I think it, I think it was a 95. We only lost 15 games. Uh, sorry, we, we won 15 games in a row. I know they were talking about Penrith. They won 12. Yeah. But, you know, talk about training. Bozo was the uh, he was the head of the field. And the best thing about us, how we used to defend, and uh, I think Penrith got a great defense at the moment, but we had this ridiculous defense. We'd hold sides out for three sets. We'd get the ball and we score. Yeah. It's so frustrating. I mean, the games we used to play, we'd have eight versus eight in like a 30-minute area, and then Bozo would yell out cement off, yep. spud off, and there'd be like eight on three, and you have to work on the inside. So someone like Beaver, yep. Beaver would fly out the line. I said, Beaver, don't fly out the line. I'm not as fast as you, but just let me know you're in the inside because yep. in case they do step. But the thing about Beaver, and I love Beaver, was that he'd never – He'd only answer a question uh, when you asked him something. Yeah. He'd never say, look, whereas when we were coming through, you had these young blokes telling you what to do. I'm thinking, mate, what have you done? But Beaver had the respect of blokes yeah. who were a bit older than him. Um, Beaver, he was, a, he was an incredible, incredible player, and the only injury he ever got was a cork. Is that yeah. right? A cork. Well, Spud Finch, you know what? It's the motivation or, or incentive you can get for – like, so I'll tell you these three young blokes who coach one of my boys, they're actually playing now. They're playing out at Ingerdine. Um, Joshy Bader, Dave Cody, and the Ox, right? They coach together, the three of them. It's brilliant. What they do is they do these coat hangers, right? Yep. And for every point that the boys concede is a coat hanger on Tuesday. So they've let in 26 points all year because the kids have just petrified of these bloody coat hangers. So now if they let a try in, they're just desperate to see the kick miss because that's another two coat hangers. Isn't that the famous, talking about Tommy Doncas, when he was at Western, they were just awful there, late 90s. Like, they're getting 50, 60 put on them every week. And they had laps or something like that. He'll run for every try scored against them. Yeah. One of the players, the story goes, one of the, Tommy yelled out to tell him to have a go when he come back and he said, one of the players said, well, I'm saving myself for training. Yes. I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you a funny story about Tommy. So Tommy was first grade, second grade and, res- and third grade back in those days of the President's mm-hmm. Cup. They were all getting smashed and like they're getting 60 on them, 50 yeah. on them, all of them. There's 200 points conceded between the three teams. So Tommy turns up and they're all playing touch football out in the field. And he's blowing up. He said, get your asses in here. He said, you're all getting here early and you're playing touch football and it shows that's how you're tackling on the weekend. He said, you know what, boys? I'm in my mid-60s now. I'm going to, or, or in his 60s, whatever the case may be, he said, I'm going to show you blokes how to tackle. So he looked around the room, right? Tommy's, you know, in his 60s, got his glasses on. He looks around the room. He goes, he's smart. He's not going to pick one of the first graders. There's a podgy third grader there. He goes, oi, you. Doesn't even know who he is. Stand up. F and run at me, right? Yeah. And so the kid's torn because he's thinking, what do I do here? Do I run hard? It's yep. a coach. Or do I sort of let him tackle me or what? 
and he said, and take our easy, run as hard as you can, right? I'm going to show you blokes how to tackle. So the podgy kid stands up and he goes, all right. So he gives it his all and he charges into Tommy Rodonicus and Tommy gets shoved back about 10 postcodes, right? <laughs> glasses are gone everywhere. Tommy sort of sorts himself out, straightens his glasses, comes back. He said, see, boys, I told you. That's how you run. <laughs> he spent 10 minutes trying to tell him how to tackle. And, and, and he said, what's your name, son? He goes, John. John who? He said, John Scandalis. He said, you're playing first grade this week. Oh, good. That was Johnny Scandalis' debut. I go back to... Um, 1990. Yeah. Um, I went to I went to South Sydney and George Pickens was the uh, the coach down there and we did, were doing a a set a set of hit, an attack and he jumped out and I had a look. I dropped the ball. He goes, "Yeah, look, didn't you?" I said, "Get out of my way! I was going to run over you." So he did the same thing. I ran over him. So I dropped him with a shoulder and he went backwards anyway. And then Nolan the next next week goes, "What are you doing to my husband?" Gave him a black eye. And he said, "Mate, tell your husband to get out the way." But George Piggins was one of those guys just stand in front of you and, and take you on. Oh, George Piggins, who we're talking about today, is the uh, uncle of Braith and Yeah, yeah. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Uh, Finchie's in the chair. Spud Carroll going to have a bit of fun after this as well. This is Crunch Time, brought to you by Isuzu, the three liter Isuzu D Max, born to live, and Red Rooster. Try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.